listening to the From the Friars podcast. My name is Brother Ignatius Pio, and this is a series on faith, hope, and love. Faith gets a bad rap these days. It's often caricatured in many ways. For example, some see it as a subjective idea, someone's own personal ideology, or what works for me. Others see it as a feeling, what feels right, the feeling of the presence of God being moved by prayer or the word of God, feeling that God is God, that he's real, that he's there, that he's present. For others, it's a spiritual opium, an illusion of my own psyche, created to help me cope with life, a drug for the weak-minded who can't face the meaninglessness or the absurdity of existence, or who aren't strong enough or confident enough to grab the bull by the horns and make themselves a superman. Others see faith as simply fairy tales, mythology, a god of the gaps, an explanation for things that science just hasn't gotten to yet. But eventually, science will do away with faith. But faith is real knowledge. We know with the certainty of faith that God exists, that he loves us, that he became man, died, and rose. This is not made up. It's real. Not all knowledge is firsthand or scientific. We know a lot of things by faith. For example, if you're like me, your knowledge of most of the world and of geography is completely based on faith. I haven't been to all the countries in the world, not even close. Everything we've learned in history is based on faith. Faith in our teachers, faith in the documents that bear witness to history, faith in our ability to use those documents and to criticize them and to think about them and to pull out the truth of what really happened. In fact, I would say the majority of what we've even learned in school has been learned by faith. Even science is based on faith. Faith that the world makes sense, that it's intelligible, that there's a rational answer to questions that there are universal laws which apply everywhere, that an experiment done in Tokyo is valid in New York City. So faith, broadly speaking, is a knowledge that we get from someone we trust. We can't prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt, but it is reasonable. We trust the one who's taught it to us, and it is a true knowledge. We can see that faith is not about what I feel, but about what I know on the testimony of others. I can have no feelings at all, or even loads of negative feelings and still believe. Nor should it be considered my own personal ideology or an emotional opium. Now, obviously I can be mistaken about the one who I trust, and I can be misled, or I can seek out someone who tells me just what I want to hear, and perhaps those are reasons why people are skeptical of faith. But that's not the essence of faith. True faith is possible. So now what about this theological virtue of faith? Because of this great possibility of error, of being confused or misled, God gives us this theological virtue of faith. He doesn't leave us up to our own devices to muster up faith or to discover the truth. But the virtue of true faith works in our minds, enabling us to know God. God shares his knowledge with us, his self-knowledge. We see what's on God's mind. One definition of faith even says that faith is God knowing himself in us. That sounds crazy. But listen to this passage from St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, the first letter, chapter 2, 9 to 16. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him, God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what person knows the man's thought except the spirit of the man which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is from God, that we might understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. The unspiritual man does not receive the gifts of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. 
The Catechism in paragraph 1814 gives a beautiful definition of faith. Faith is a theological virtue by which we believe in God and believe all that he has said and revealed to us and that the Holy Church proposes for our belief because he is truth itself. Let's unpack that. Theological virtue by which we believe in God. Faith is first a relationship, a belief in a person. It's not an ideology or a philosophy. It's about a relationship with a person. I believe that God exists and I freely commit my entire self to him because I know him. I have encountered him, often through the mediation of others, my parents, priests, leaders, friends, those who have borne witness to God and Christ's work in their life, and believe all that he has said and revealed to us. I believe this because of my relationship with God. I believe everything that he has said and revealed. I don't pick and choose what I like and discard the rest. No, I accept everything because he's God and he's trustworthy. I know him, he knows me, and I know that he loves me and cares for me, and he will not deceive me. And all that the church proposes for our belief. Because of my faith in God and in his revelation, I believe that the church is his instrument and mouthpiece on earth. This we see clearly from scripture. Thus, because of God, because of my faith in God, my relationship with him, I believe everything that the church proposes for my belief because I believe that she has been entrusted by Christ with the role of handing on everything that has been revealed, everything that has been taught. And the last phrase, because he is truth itself. Again, my faith is built upon the firm rock of God's truthfulness. He is truth itself and so cannot deceive. So that's great, but what does it have to do with my life? I wish I had this grace. Maybe I do have this grace. Maybe I had this gift. Maybe I was baptized. But I don't really have faith. Or my faith seems pretty weak. Well, the first thing to know is it's okay. Don't worry. There's a saying of the fathers of the church, fides querens intellectum. It means faith seeking understanding. It's okay to have questions, but seek to understand them from the point of view of faith. Don't be skeptical and then try to prove the faith. Believe and seek to understand. St. Bonaventure says that the love is the source of all theology. That is, I'm in love with God and so I seek to try to understand him. And when it doesn't make sense, when it seems even maybe wrong or hurtful, I don't give up, I don't criticize, I don't run away. What does love do? Love perseveres, love seeks to understand. I believe, but I seek to understand. I'm neither a passive, a mindless person who just simply receives whatever I'm told, but I'm not a skeptic who questions absolutely everything. I believe, but I seek to understand. Faith is this habit, this hobby too, as we discussed earlier. It's something that is increased by action. So if you're not practicing faith, if you're not living faith, both affirming and believing what you believe, and also living a life that's in accord with the faith, no wonder you're going to struggle. Fulton Sheen used to say, if you don't live what you believe, you'll end up believing what you live. So if we want to believe, we have to live the faith. Another thing that helps to grow in faith is honest, sincere, heartfelt prayer. A beautiful prayer of the man in the gospel. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Don't be afraid to pray that prayer. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. It's an honest prayer and the Lord will answer it. Also, don't be afraid of the Bible. The Bible is a fountain, a source of faith, a source of renewal in faith, a source of all these virtues. Look into Lexio Divina, which I hope to talk about in the future. Practice of prayerfully reading through scripture and allowing God to speak to you. Also, don't forget the sacraments, especially confession and the Eucharist. 
Confession is where we can remove the obstacles to our faith, and the Eucharist is spiritual food which strengthens our faith. Also, share your faith with others, or let them share faith, their faith with you. And lastly, bearing witness to Christ even in the midst of persecution. If we are faithful even when things are difficult, although it might not seem very pleasant, our faith is growing. listening to the From the Friars podcast, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, located in the Bronx, New York. Visit us at franciscanfriars.com. Mm-hmm.